You're on with the mic master listening to the marriage cam. They have never been none like me and there will be none after me. I am your host with the most information on the marriage cam. The scam that has been running since the dawn of time. As promised, we are going to be speaking about the top 10 wicked women in the Bible. I saw the list them in order. As a matter of fact, it wasn't too hard to find. I went to BibleGateway.com and I'm kind of just following this ad here. There is a Anne Spangler that wrote a book on it, which I was so surprised. And she lists, she did an awesome job listing them. She lists Eve as her number one, which is my number one. So while reading it, I was very impressed. As a matter of fact, I am going to finish reading the book, but just browsing over what she has here is quite interesting because Eve is the mother of all sin. And as I said, she passed down the genes and the behavioral of the female we come to know now that possess the hypergamous nature and the self-entitlement nature that they possess now, and they feel like they're gods. But let me clarify this. Um, as I did in several of my episodes, I am in no shape, no way, a hater against women. They're good women out there. It's just very difficult to find. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack or looking for a needle in a needle stack. It's like... Winning the lottery, that's what it's like finding a good woman. They are just so far and few because there are more bad ones than good ones. And they said one bad apple spoiled the old bunch and it's been doing an excellent job infiltrating and influencing female behavior as we have come to know their behavior today is pretty repugnant. However, let's look at what Miss Pangler said, um, she said everything I kind of voiced early about Eve is the mother of all sin, not this um, discarding what Adam did or negating from what Adam did, but like all men, they're trying to please women and they need that validation. I think Adam was no different and here, try, here he is trying to please Eve instead of pleasing God. That's where he messed up. So he is the father of all sin. She's the mother of all sin. Make no mistake, I have not making excuses for Adam. Adam is on my top list as the number one dangerous man ever in history. But along with that, we're not going to cover that up by letting Eve off the block. Eve was the start of everything. Eve was the deceiver. He was the manipulator. He brought the, the information to Adam. Yes, Adam had a responsibility as a man. Stand up and say no. But just like all men today, the manginas, he was a mangina. Adam was a mangina. He was a yes dear. You, can, you don't need glasses to see that. You know, so those are my number one pick. So good job on that, Miss Spandler. You did a great job by finding our number one culprit and uh, destruction of mankind was the father and the mother, which is um, Adam and Eve. She then goes on to say, um, 
On her number two was Jet. She was a Phoenician princess who was married to Hahab, who was one of Israel's worst kings at that time. Jezebel worshipped a false god called um, Baal. He was the maker of rain and bring prosperity, but one of those um, phony gods that um, she wanted everybody to worship. So she killed a lot of the Israelites and a lot of prophets during those days. So she was one of the most notorious wicked woman of the Bible also. As it is said, Elijah, one of God's prophets, made her into a laughing stack. What's amazing about Jezebel, though, it's like the ladies today who love the fake up. Before she, and I can't say this with a straight safe face, um, before she was killed, right, she spent the last few hours applying fake up on her face even though she knew she was going to die. And the servant, they threw her through the window to feed her body to the dogs. Doesn't that kind of ring a bell with the ladies nowadays who can't do without the fake up? Even though she was going to her death and she knows her body was going to be eaten by wild animal dogs, she still put on the fake up. I, I, it's amazing. But yeah, she is the number two, Jezebel. I totally agree with that. Next up, we have Atalia. She was the daughter of Ahab and probably also of Jezebel, one of the wickedest queen. Um, married to the king of Judea, she got crazy. You know, They said she got paranoid, murdering her own grandchildren. Can you believe murdering her own grandchildren because she wanted to keep the throne. She wanted the power, just like the ladies nowadays. They want the power. They want the power over you guys. But what happened, thanks to a conspiracy, the ruthless queen was finally overthrown, and um, she was executed, I think, outside of Jerusalem. You know, thank God for that. You know, so... Atalia was not a very nice person, so she has made the number three list here. Herodias. Herodias is the granddaughter of Herod, the great King Herod. Um, she married two of her uncles, and she's one of the most despicable person who really, I just can't even mention her name. I well, I can't. Even, I don't even want to remember it. I was trying to remember it in my last podcast, but she was the one who performed in front of Herod, and her request when Herod, who is a mangina, uh, yes, dear, and uh, I won't even go into it because that guy's an idiot. Um, promised to, he was said that he would give her up to half his kingdom and anything she wanted. She was the one who. Um, Asked for the head of John the Baptist. Just because John the Baptist spoke out about her marriage, the infidelity, um, that just shows me how deviant a female can be. And I hope you guys can hear it in my voice. This really cuts deep with me because I am I love John the Baptist. John the Baptist came to warn and you know to preach and to teach and for him to end up losing his life like that was, you know, 
a tragedy because of a female. And I've often said this to you guys. A female can give you life, but they will take your life. Because to be honest with you, she was trying to influence her husband to kill John the Baptist before, but she couldn't do that. So she go dance in front of the king. You know, she didn't even have sex with him. She just danced in front of him. And I don't know why they call Herod great. Because to me, Herod was a... Uh, let's move on to the next one because this one is very personal to me. Um, you know, and I think this woman, I disagree with um, her being number four. I think she should be number two, to be honest with you, because she is, you know, asked for somebody's head and a platter. So, and Spangler, I kind of disagree with you on that one. I don't know if it's because it's kind of personal to me because the horrendous crime that was carried out. But anyway, um, let's move up to number five. You listed as Pottiswa's wife, um, uh, just like any woman, um, promiscuous, and most of these women nowadays, um, as I said, I believe Eve for bringing down this straight because she went and hang out with the devil and was chilling with him and got the information. So that kind of passed down. So Pottiswa's wife wanted to sleep with Joseph, but Joseph being a good, upstanding, right man, did not want to sleep with her. Maybe her sexual value was not on his level, but Joseph was upright before God. Because what is what Joseph said, that is amazing. He didn't say she was too ugly or I'm not interested, I'm not feeling any sexual desire for her. Maybe he had some sexual desire at the time, but because he was a man, just like me, just like any other man, and a woman come on to him, but what he said is amazing. He said, how can I do this thing and sin against my God? That's what was amazing. He put himself behind his feelings, his nature, whatever Adam had passed down to him. He refused to accept it. And he said, I'm going to push past that. I am going to say, I am going to put my God first. I can't do this. As a matter of fact, I think if Joseph was to lose his life, he would have rather lost his life than go sleep with her and lose the respect and the friendship with his God and Savior. So um, she, um, Patterson's wife, I would give her more like an eight or a nine. She wasn't as despicable and dangerous as the others that were mentioned, Delilah. Um, that's that's that, that's the next one coming up. Ah, oh. but um, yeah, Patterson's wife was just you know promiscuous. Nowadays we say she's a whore or she's monkey branching. So she just wanted a good-looking guy, a taste of it. But this was more than a good-looking guy. This was a man of God. This wasn't even a just a man of God. This was a man who put God before himself. This was a man who was honoring what he believed in and was not willing to trade it for nothing. So, man, I tell you, that guy has my respect. Respect. A lot of respect to Joseph for that. Father's wife, yeah, she deserved to be up in number 10 or 
I don't even think she need to be deserve to be in the top 10, to be honest with you. She's more like the top 25. But let's move on to the next wicked evil woman, which is Delilah. My God, let's, what a woman. Delilah was just like the woman nowadays, deceptive, manipulative, and will destroy you in the twinkling of an eye without a second thought to it. That the snap of the finger, they will drop your ass and drag you into the castration court, put you to jail and destroy your life and keep on going to the next cock on the carousel. And they'll ride that cock until when they're finished with it and go on to another carousel. This is Delilah, the Delilah spirit. What Delilah did, hopefully you know, but Samson was one of the strongest men in the world. And she gave him some putang and talked to him and caressed him and find out his secret, which was, was his hair. And she called in her buddies and have them cut it, the Philistine, cut off his hair, snip up part of his ear, and he lost his thread. Not only did they do that, but they gouged out his eyes, which she, I think she was standing by and laughing. She had no sympathy. She did what she did. You know, so there goes the female trait, which the church kind of just walk over and brush it off. That's why the master Mike is signing the light on it today for you guys. Don't just jump into things because they say it's good. These are some of the traits. And there are a lot more women than 10, but we're just going to choose 10 because of time. So Delilah deserved to be number five, not number six. Um, Patterson's wife needs to be off this stuff. Okay, so we're moving to number eight. Number eight, she said Lot's wife. Lot's wife lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. And I kind of disagree with her. And I disagree with that, Miss Spangler. I think that she should be in the top 25 only because she disobeyed a direct um, order from God. But um, as far as the brutality, and she didn't demonstrate that to me. I could be wrong, and you guys probably disagree with me or agree with me, but I don't think she conjured up anything in her heart by looking back. Maybe it was out of sympathy. Maybe it, you know, it was a wicked city. The guys there wanted to have sex with angel. They didn't even want to have sex with a woman. So it was just a, uh, uh, I don't want to say any more about that, but I don't think um, Lot's wife deserved number eight. Um, number nine, ah, Gomer married to the prophet. Ozia, this is a true love story, one that I do not possess the ability to even think of doing, because once a woman goes out and start riding the car carousel, I am done. I am. I am. I am done. The first cock she ride, I'm done with it. I'm moving on. But this guy, um, a true man of God, a true forgiven person, and I wish I could be more like him. Unfortunately, I can't. It's not within my DNA to do that, and I don't know about you guys. Maybe you guys, some guys can um, do it. I just do not enjoy sloppy seconds, nor thirds, nor fourths. So this guy didn't mind. He 
paid off all our debts and brought her home and still wife her up. So um, my respect to him, um, Hosea, that's him. I, I'm not that guy. And I don't think they deserve, she, she deserved to be on this list either as number nine. I think, and I think that's wrong. Um, she did not display the cruelty, the mental cruelty or the physical cruelty of harming another human being, whether it be a man, a prophet or a woman. She did not display that. So she was just a whore. She was just um, riding the cock carousel. So I know every sin is sin, as the Christian world put it. It's still punishable, but I don't think it's as despicable as for her to gain the status of number nine. The last one Miss Anne had on here is the woman of Samaria. I disagree, disagree, disagree. All right, so what it says here, the Jews and the Sumerians had formed a mutual hatred society long before Jesus encountered this woman by herself at the well. Jesus surprised the woman by starting a conversation and then disclosing his knowledge of her multiple love affair and revealing himself as the Messiah. Well, again, this woman... It's the same thing. I don't know. Uh, Miss Anne is something about the cock carousel riders you don't like or what, but I don't think she deserved to be on the top 10. That's my take of it. I don't know what my guys think about it, but that's what I was able to find of the top most despicable woman in the Bible. But I am also going to do a top 10 of the top 10 despicable Despicable woman since 2018-2019. Um, I just want to give a little historical background that this just didn't happen. This has been going on since the dawn of mankind. And since it's dawning, the time is running short and we are about to get out of here. So join me on another exciting episode in the marriage cam shining the light on a dark place exposing the con the scam on the marriage this is the mic master <laughs>